From WDET, this is StoryCorps Detroit, the podcast that showcases Detroiters interviewing Detroiters. I'm Sasha Ryan. Coming up today on the show... I was told by a psychologist um, in 2008 uh, that I should be careful uh, when um, challenging doctors um, and I should be aware that uh, it would be very easy for them to kill me. One man's fight for survival, despite what doctors tell him about his life expectancy. But first, let me introduce StoryCorps Detroit producer, Laura Herberg. Hey, Laura. Hi, Sasha. So, Laura, today it's kind of a heavy story. Well, really, it's a story about life rather than about death. So what do we need to know before we listen? Roy Sims isn't originally from Detroit. He's from the United Kingdom, and he was living there when he got a terrible diagnosis. Here he tells his now wife, Angela Sims, about what happened after his health took a turn for the worst. Okay, let's listen. I know your life has followed a really challenging path. Tell me about when you found out that you have heart disease. I was running a folk festival. I was chair of the folk festival in a small town in south of England. Uh, and the folk festival was about to start uh, the following day. Um, I had a huge event on a Thursday night as I was giving a presentation to everyone. And um, uh, I just couldn't control it. It carried on until the following day. And I ended up um, going into hospital. I had an angiogram. And the surgeons basically said that the heart disease was uh, advanced and basically told me to go home and um, uh, put my affairs in order and spend time with my family. Um, Chances are that I wouldn't see Christmas. That was 13 years ago. I became socially isolated and completely obsessed with with heart disease. Um, I learned what I could, everything I could about my disease, the treatments, the um, pathology, uh, everything. Um, So much so that I could challenge doctors, but that got me in trouble. I was told by a psychologist um, in 2008 uh, that I should be careful uh, when um, challenging doctors, um, and I should be aware that uh, it would be very easy for them to kill me. Unfortunately, um, it turned out that she was right. Um, They didn't actually have to do anything to kill me. They just had to do nothing, which is precisely what they did. Got to the point where I was uh, uh, placed in under hospice care. Uh, And uh, that itself is quite difficult uh, because the idea there is, of course, is to accept your death, your imminent death. I knew something could be done. We talked about things and um, made a decision to come over to the US in the condition that I was in. But that meant leaving everything behind in the UK, and I did. I lost everything. Um, four months after I got here, in October uh, 2015, I had a procedure, a 20-minute procedure, and that pretty much saved my life. To me, one of the most shocking things is that the relative simplicity of the, the treatments that you needed. I mean, we're talking about three stents. Uh-huh. And now you can walk. Yep. And now you're well enough where you were completely disabled in England. Mm-hmm. You're now running your own charity yeah. and helping save other lives and, and making a real difference in Detroit. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Well, our plan is to put people um, who can provide um, ad- admin skills or uh, creative artistic skills uh, that they can share with the community to try and get them to... Uh, get in, get into art and understand 
the link between um, stress and heart disease and how, how, it, how important it is. And really what I'm trying to do is, is to help people um, not go through what I've been through. So in many ways, you epitomize the American dream. You took almost insurmountable risks to come to America and make yep. a better life for yourself. Yep. And now you're thriving and using all of the pain and difficulty to improve the lives of so many others. Yeah. What gave you the strength to keep fighting? The belief that I could make a difference. The nonprofit that Roy and Angela started is called Art for Hearts. They use poetry, music, painting, and more to reduce the stress that can lead to heart disease. And we should say that the story was edited by WDET intern Ziad Butch, or I guess we should say former intern. Yes, Ziad has moved on to bigger and better things. But before he left, I had the chance to sit down with him and I asked him, of all the interviews StoryCorps recorded in Detroit, they did more than 100, each about 40 minutes long. Why did he pick this one to edit down to a three and a half minute story? And here's what he said. It was really compelling to me to see a man who faced death, and that's not something that a lot of people have done, and to see his experiences and how, against all odds, he was able to recover and travel to a different country and uh, have that be part of his recovery story. That was really, really compelling to me, and I wanted to know more about it, and I thought that other people would also be interested in it. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of StoryCorps Detroit. This podcast is a production of 101.9 FM WDET. Today's story was produced by Ziad Butch. This episode was produced by Laura Herberg and mixed by Brandon Woods. Our theme music is by Will Sessions. If you want to make sure that you hear the next episode, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. While there, let us know what you think by leaving a review. We'll take the feedback to heart. Plus, just leaving a review will help more people find these Detroit stories. I'm Sasha Ryan. Thanks for joining us. We'll have more next week. Next time on StoryCorps Detroit. Knowing that he's in Mexico with another family, with another daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, not he being did the a- things that he was yeah, supposed to do Not being able to share my the, the day I got married. Not being able to share the day that I announced my pregnancies or the days that I had my son. Not being there for birthdays. Him not even knowing his grandchildren. A daughter talks with her mother about the impact of her father's deportation. That's next week on StoryCorps Detroit.